My guest today is a Prague legend who is a founding member, bassist, and singer for the band King's X. He has a brand new album out with his side project KXM, along with Ray Luzier and George Lynch. The album called Scatterbrain is due out on March 17th. I am very happy to welcome Doug Pinnock. Hey. Hey, Doug. Thanks for uh, making a few minutes, man. I appreciate it. Pleasure to talk to you. No problem, bro. My pleasure. Thank you, man. Uh, longtime fan, King's X, and, and love the first KXM album. Excited for a second one. Where are you about now? Are you just sort of uh, in between shows, getting ready for something? Oh, actually, what is going on in my life? Nothing. <laughs> just just waiting, for, waiting for KXM to, to, to be released. We just released the second video okay? which is really exciting. Other than that, for the next few weeks, I got nothing to do but hang out and just try to, you know, maybe write some tunes and do some things. King's X is going to Europe in a few months, but other than that, there's nothing much going on. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. Uh, you know, how much touring do you do these days? I mean, you, do you like to still spend a lot of time on the road or, or <laughs> sort of, you know, well, take longer I per- breaks? I, I, personally, I, I personally like to get on a tour bus and go tour for a couple of months, but Ty and Jerry hate it. They don't <laughs> want to. And, um, and, and, and at this point, Tour buses cost so much, and, and touring itself is so expensive. Bands always come back broke. So what we do is we do flyings on weekends. We'll take an area of the United States and do three shows: a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday, or a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And if the towns will be within four to five hours from each other. We'll fly in. Our road crew comes in. They'll drive from anywhere, wherever we play. They're, they live in Austin, Texas, and all of our equipment is there. So they just get in the van and take off, and they meet us. And it's much more economical. Uh, we do way less shows, though. We'll probably do maybe six shows a month, if that. Right. Sometimes it's less. And yeah. for me now, I mean, uh, look at the schedule, and there's nothing for three months. So. so you get to write a few dozen more songs. It's not right? that we don't. It's not that we don't want to play. It's just that that promoters just don't want to hire us, you know, because we just we're not a big sound band. Well, I find that hard to believe, but uh, I guess the music business has changed a lot, right? I mean, since you, you were able to find a lot of success when there was actually a music business. So, uh, you know, how do, how do you see it these days? I mean, if you're a young band starting out, how, do, how does a band starting out even make it these days? I mean, it's very, very depressing. I have no answer, you know. I tell kids nowadays, remember it's the adventure, not if you made it or if you didn't. If you got a record deal today or tomorrow or next year, it's all about the adventure. Go do what you do. And when you get my age, you'll look back and say, wow, I lived it. You right. know, that's about all you can do. With it. But as for anything else, we just don't know. There's, there is nobody out there that can help a band anymore. You just got to do it like we used to do in the old days. You know, get in the van and play for free until we get a following and starve to death and lose everything that you have just to be successful and most of the time you don't be yeah. <laughs> successful but you know it's what we do and it's what we're made to do um, I think there needs to be a refugee camp for musicians <laughs> <laughs> you know because we don't know what to do with ourselves we're useless we just want to make music and if nobody's going to come see us and pay us for it how are we going to survive you know just be miserable it's a terrible thing for a man to do the thing you don't want to do for the rest of his life you know yeah yeah it's tough but you're still able to find a, a way to make some some great music, man. KXM sort of came out of nowhere. Uh, what 2014 was was the first one, and 
So talk, you know, talk about how you got together with Ray and George. And I mean, I mean just the dynamic between the three of you guys is, is pretty awesome. And the songs are just killer. As people, we are too. It's like Ray is, has a huge sense of humor in Jordan scatterbrain. I love him because he's like a little kitty candy star. He gets excited about everything and has so many ideas that he can't reel them all in. So we just kind of, we all, we're like a little dysfunctional family that really works. I love it. Um, those guys are just fun to play with uh, and make music up with. Did you know George from, you know, back in the 80s with Dawkins and all that? Is that how you guys sort of got to know each other? No. I met George, I can't remember when I met George. I've run into George in a lot of different places through the years with this, you know, Lynch Mob or whatever, King's Exeter. Or um, I was I had a couple side projects, and so we'd done shows together on the same bill. But um, Ray Luzier had a birthday party for his son, a one-year birthday party and you know out here if a, if, a, if a somebody that is a musician has a kid that's birthday is coming up and you know they invite all the musicians over and, you know it's almost <laughs> like it's, not, it's an excuse to have a party for a bunch of musicians but anyway uh, so Ray invited me and George to the party and we both went and and Ray said dude you should make a record do a project and we all went yeah sounds fun and um, as usual like you know, we do that a lot. Musicians will get together and go, we need to do something. But right. it always takes that one person, that alpha dog, to, to start it. If not, you just keep saying, we're going to do a project. I've talked to so many people that said, let's do something, but we never follow up. Well, anyway, George just pops up one day and calls us and says, hey, man, i got a studio. i got an engineer. Let's go make some music. And we go, what, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, day after tomorrow. And we go, oh, okay. And so we just took off and went up to this little place. And, and the next thing we knew, we made our first album. It took us about 12 days. And um, <laughs> it was like, wow, this is fun. And when we put the record out, it was like the response was just so amazing that that um, we were surprised and excited to the point where, you know, this is well, let's do it again. And um, so, you know, we are a band. We all, we have our, you know, respective wives, but KXM is my mistress and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so when did you guys start working on, on the new one? And, and uh, I, you know, I, I read somewhere that it also was recorded pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember when we started. I lose track of days, times, and months because I don't have a nine to five ever. So half the time I don't know what month it is. Sometimes <laughs> I don't even know what season it is. Oh yeah, it didn't take long. I can't remember. Like I said, I can't remember when we did it specifically. But I think it probably had four or five days. I guess we didn't, we only had a couple of days in the studio to really construct all the songs and make them up. After that, we all went home, and I did vocals at my house and at our engineer's house, and. We, and, and George did his guitar parts at his house in his studio. Um, but we did the drums in a real studio. Um, and Ray had Ray got his drum parts immediately, you know, and then he, because he's the foundation. So after we wrote the song, he went in and played his parts perfectly the way he wanted them to. And then, and then we put our, we retracked all our stuff after that. And the title of the album, Scatterbrain, is that you reference George being a being a scatterbrain? Is that is that is that part of like the yeah, band dynamic or or well the album's really no, kind of all over the place too. No, the album, the album it's called Scatterbrain only because we we kept 
thinking of names for the album, and we weren't quite, we couldn't agree on any name that any of us would come up with. And so, um, I don't know who suggested it, said, well, let's just call it Scatterbrain. And we thought about it for a while. I loved it. I loved the name Scatterbrain because it had so much meaning to it. And so we just kept it at that. And it worked. Well, I think it's a good title for sort of the style of the album because it it kind of picks up where the first one left, but there's a little bit more dynamic to it, some more range musically and, uh, you know, a, a lot of kind of different styles. I didn't realize the new single was coming out today, Breakout, but that's one of my favorite songs on the album that I wanted to ask you about. You know, how does a song like that come together? And and uh, it, it has a little bit of a King's X vibe to it as well, I think. Well, I, I look at it this way. Anything that I do has a king's X idea. <laughs> well, that's it's true. My that's voice true. And it's my tone, and it's in into my groove. I mean, I mean, at, in my corner, that's what I do. So it's I mean, when people say it sounds like king's X, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, but as for the songs themselves, I mean, we don't think about anything other than Ray start the drum part, and either I'll make up a bass line on the spot or George will come up with the idea at, on the spot and then we'll then we'll all kind of follow in and, and make a part of that complements what he's doing. And that's that's about how how we all did it. What I find amazing musically with with within these songs is a lot of it is with Ray that even in sort of a regular kind of rock groove, he's playing these ridiculous drum beats that are super complicated. Uh, you know, do you ever kind of go, yeah. you look back and go, whoa, what the hell is he playing back there? It's crazy. Um, no, I look <laughs> back and go, wow, he's completely opposite from Jerry Gaskell. I like that too. It's a, it's a different, it's a different way to make music. And with Jerry, he leaves a lot of space where I'm free to make up whatever I want. With, with Ray, there's so many beats that I, ha- I have to find a groove within his rhythms which makes me listen harder to him and come up with things that I probably normally would not have come up with. That's what I love about playing in this band is, is you know, we challenge each other to create. Yeah, I mean and, and the fact that you guys do it in such short time and it, it's so musically tight and the songs are still this good is, is really amazing. People always say that you did it so quick but I mean everything I do is quick. Kinjax same thing. We'll write a song in 10 minutes and record it <laughs> and track it one time and those guys, it'll be perfect. I have to go back and fix everything because I'm the sloppy one. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, I don't know, musicians, if you're a creative musician, you should be able to just shit out things real quick. It's like, it's what we do. It's our lives. I mean, I don't think writing music and lyrics, if this is our profession, I don't think we should have to sit down and take a year to write a song or you know, a couple months to write lyrics. I mean, you know, it's like painting a picture. You get to paint, you stand there, and you start throwing paint at the wall. So it makes sense. You know, and that's that's how I like to do it. That's our gift is creating on the spot and then retaining it. Um, and it's easy. It's, to me, it's not a big, uh, a long feed. Like I said, I never understood somebody that takes two, a year to write a song or go into the studio and yeah. it took them two months to finish the song, you know, and I'm going, are you kidding yeah, you hear that a lot from some I mean, bands that that it took them, you know, two years yeah, to write I mean, this album. Like, I think I think so. So you've got a hundred thousand riffs you can make up in your head right now, and you can't find one. It takes <laughs> you that, or you make up. 
so many shitty riffs that you can't find the one that's going to work. I'm going, that doesn't make sense. And the way I look at it is, whatever you got, make it work. If you're given a lemon, make lemonade. If you got a horrible singer and a horrible drummer, then you figure out a way to make it sound good. <laughs> you know, you put your part in there and, 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 and find the weak spot. But I mean, it, I mean, to me, making music and being in the band is all about about constructing an emotion. Yeah. That's the most important thing to me. Are we getting the feeling across? It's not about notes. It's not about anything other than a feeling to me. And that's what I love about KXM is there's a lot of emotion going on musically and, and lyrically. And what I love about it is is I got a chance to just put headphones on and listen to music over and over again until I could find find the words and find the melodies to put on top of this music, yeah. which is always a challenge for me. You know, talking about King's X uh, again a little bit, um, you know, I'm sure you get asked this all the time because it's been about, I guess, 10 years or so since the last studio album. Um, do you guys ever talk about recording again? Is that something that ever gets brought up? Yeah, we're talking about it right now. We're negotiating with record companies and producers. Uh, we're in the middle of it right now trying to figure out what to do and when to do it and how to do it the whole deal so we'll, we'll let you we'll let everybody know that's awesome that's great news man whenever we, we finally make this one yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know when you look back on on the long career that King's X has had and, and the influence the band has had on a lot of a lot of bands over the, the many years you know what do, what do you take from the band's you know long legacy and, and uh, you know what do you think is it, it was special about it or is special about it that, that lasts this long you know, for me, it I don't. You know, you look in the mirror at yourself and you hate everything you see anyway. So that's I can't evaluate things. That's what I know. The biggest thing about it is that 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 the, we are called a musicians musician band, and you know that's quite an honor to to have that much respect in the music community when other bands who have sold millions of records have absolutely no respect. You know. Um, even though we're not rich and famous, I can go out in the street and everybody knows who I am and they'll tell me um, the King's X record that changed their lives or influenced them or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just that's so, so for me, it's a legacy that, you know, what people tell me is the only thing that I have to go on. And I've gotten so many stories from, you know, my wife put the gun down when she heard uh, Summerland to, you know, I was going to kill myself because I'm a woman trapped in a man's body, but you said believe in yourself, and so I decided not to, you know, you know, you just look at these people going, oh my God, you know, I'm just writing songs about trying to survive, you know, I'm not thinking about trying to change anybody's life or anything like that, I'm just spewing on how I feel, hoping that somebody agrees with me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, that, and for, so for King X, that's, you know, that's our legacy, I think, is is, um, is who we are and, and how we've affected people emotionally. And, you know, we're not, we're not the household name and we're not super, super rich, famous, you know, rock band and probably never will be at this point. I'm 66 years old, so I look back now and just go, what a ride, and yeah. I'm so on. <laughs> you know, it, it's part, I think that's true what you're saying about the musicians you know that respect you guys so much with last time I saw you guys was on that uh the cruise the progressive nation at sea cruise and uh, I'm pretty sure all every musician that was on that boat the one band that they all said they wanted to see was you guys 
And uh, and I think yeah, if you looked out, they were all there on the on the deck watching you guys play. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun too. You guys rocked that time. That was great. Yeah, and you know, I tell you that that reward is way better than anything else. Is to have that kind of respect, and you know, I, and, you know, that's that's where I enjoy. Like we played Nam, just played Nam this year, and. Um, that's something I wanted to do because it's nothing about musicians, and it was a wonderful night. I mean, we, I mean, we did what we did, but the crowd, oh my God, you know, the place was packed, and just all these people that had, you know, that been wanting to see King's X who live all over the world, you know, that didn't get a chance to. So it, those are the special nights, and I look yeah. forward to those kinds. That's awesome. Well, congrats on on everything on a great career and the new KXM album is is awesome, man. Thank you for the music and and for taking a few minutes to You're speak welcome. with me. You're welcome, bro. All right, man. Thank you, buddy. Take it easy. Okay, thanks. Take care. Bye. Thanks to Doug for the interview. We're going to close with a track off of the new KXM album. This is Breakout. For upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com, follow us on Facebook, at the Prog Report on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks. Thanks.